Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to talk to you about the sales funnel. And if you're thinking to yourself, what, what is a sales funnel? <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going to explain to you what the sales funnel is and the components that are in it. And this is going to be so good for you, especially for those of you who have suffered from the dastardly leaking funnel. We're going to be talking about how you can make sure that you get people from interest to close as fast as possible. So stay tuned with me. We're going to be right back after this short break. Okay, and we're back. But before we dive into today's content, I have a question for those of you who have been listening to two or five or <clears throat> perhaps 10 or more of my episodes and you haven't yet subscribed. What? What are you doing? Go ahead and subscribe. That way, as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to receive it immediately. And I want to send out a special shout out to those of you who have sent me a review. Thank you very much and an invitation for those of you who haven't done so already, go ahead and do it. That way I know that you're enjoying the content and it helps other people learn more about me. So thank you for that too. Okay, let's get into it. Now, I remember about 10 or so years ago, I I heard about the funnel. And it's just kind of one of those things is that if you hear about it once, it doesn't really kind of click in until you actually are in the process of kind of growing your business and you're you're really in, having absolute intention. So the point I'm trying to make of this is that for those of you who think you may know the sales funnel, perhaps you don't really understand about how to apply it to your business. So this is like a trial and error thing. I would never say that once you think you've got your sales funnel up and running, that it's going to be static, unchanging, it's going to be like good as gold for the rest of your business or your future businesses, no. And you will have to be fine tuning and adjusting as you grow and as your business grows and as different things shift. So I'm going to go through the high level overview of what the sales funnel is. And basically it is taking people from unknown strangers who don't even know who you are to paying customers. And there's a process and there's a flow with this. And I don't want you to feel like, oh man, like Denise, like I have to have it all done perfectly. It's not, it's not a perfect thing. I think there's a lot of things that I, if I think about in my past, like I really goofed up on, I really try to like half, like half butt it, I don't wanna say the other word, but you know, I'm just, I just try to like do it quickly and with haste. And um, I'm gonna be sharing some learning lessons that I made throughout my fine tuning of the sales funnel process. So, okay, let's get into the overview and then we'll dive into each component of the sales funnel. There is, I've heard of six or seven, I'm just gonna talk about six main categories, okay? And then I'll dive into like the pipeline stages or like the, the things that happen in between each of these moments. So there's the awareness, discovery, evaluation, intent, purchase, and loyalty. I'm gonna repeat it again. Awareness, discovery, evaluation, intent, purchase, and loyalty. Okay, let's dive into it right now. There are, 
with regards to awareness. So awareness is something that I don't think a lot of newbie entrepreneurs, new business owners really put a lot of focus on because it's like, think about this. Let's say you're, you're selling something common like shoes for ladies, ladies shoes, right? And you think, okay, it's ubiquitous. Everybody knows about ladies shoes, right? But let's say that you are selling ladies, high heel ladies shoes for, with women with chronic back pain. I'm just, just indulge me on this. So how in the world are people going to be able to buy your shoes if you, they didn't even know that they're actually as high heel shoes for women with lower back pain? So for a lot of people who are selling, they're trying to differentiate themselves. They're trying to like find ways to separate themselves. A lot of it is letting people know that such a product exists, right? This is where you're putting out ads or making like infographics or writing articles about the benefits of new technology to help support your lower back. Like you're planting the seed in someone's mind that such a thing exists. And again, this is a whole psychological thing with, with people is that you can't sell to someone who doesn't have a desire for it. And in order for someone to have a desire for it, you have to pique their interest. And I know we all want to make money. I know we all want to make ourselves dumb. I mean, that's the whole point that you're listening to this episode because you're just trying to glean some facts about like, how can I make money? But here's the thing. You're, the big chunk of your time really is just letting people know that such, they, A, they have a problem and then there is a solution to that problem, which comes in the form of your product or service. So really spend that time and, and it could be in an article, it could be in a podcast like this, it could be through like infographics where you really go into the whys that go into your, your product or your service. You're just planting the seed in somebody's mind, getting them to think, giving them pause for concern for them. Because again, you want to be like that nagging little, I shouldn't say nagging, but, but in reality it is. You want to be that little nag in their mind like, hmm, I didn't realize I had lower back pain. Or gee, I really do want to look fashionable in high heels, but I don't know where to go. Like you're trying to get nudge them in a direction where they haven't quite considered that. And when you're in the prospecting, this is called the prospecting team, we're just trying to glean as many people that are potentially interested. Um, you're not necessarily trying to make a sale, you're just trying to inform people. And trust me, you want to, it's like casting a really wide net out. Not everybody who is aware necessarily will become clients or customers, but at least they're they know that you exist. And for a lot of businesses, new businesses, that's a that's a blessing within itself to let people know that you are in this world, this business world with all these other competitors like you exist. So that's actually a, a slam dunk right there and there, just letting people know that you exist. Now let's say they know that you exist, right? Where do we move from there, right? Well, they need to learn more about you. They need to know more about your product. They need to know about your service. And this is kind of that discovery stage where 
they, they want to try to fill you out and try to figure out like what makes your product, what makes your services unique and different from everybody else. And this is where I tell people all the time where if you haven't done so already, please, in God's sweet name, have some type of web presence. And I'm not talking about like having your Facebook page. I mean, a lot of people do, right? or like your LinkedIn page, right? I'm talking about a dedicated space that's your own, that educates and informs people about who you are. This is like, I always think about this as far as like your online brochure. And this is where it can, it's your website. And I don't care if it's a one page landing page, right? Where just someone puts their email and boom. Let it be somewhere that belongs to you, that gives people a really good snapshot about who, to, who you are, how to contact you, and what you offer. I, I, have, I remember some people say, well, I've made tons of money, six-figure businesses, by just DMing people on Facebook or Twitter and then sending them PayPal links. And, and I don't really think that can, that can take you but so far. And so some people might say, well, I have an Etsy page, right? Well, yeah, you have an Etsy page, okay. But what if Etsy goes down? What if your Instagram shop goes down, then what? How are, how are people going to be able to still try to reach you? And so that's why I'm saying like have your own dedicated space that belongs to you and not some social media company because anything can go down in, in a second. And if you're like, oh, I don't want a web page right now. Okay, fine. Just do me a favor. You can um, Mailchimp as part of like, you know, the their low their the lowest tier page, the lowest tier plan. You can get a sample landing page where you can just explain yourself, and people can put their email address in. At least you got your their email address, so that you can stay in contact with them, right? Make sure that your your people, your prospective customers, have a way to find to reach you outside of those social media channels, right? And I'm not saying to say that you shouldn't have uh, your Etsy page or your Shopify page or your Facebook page. Like, I'm not saying that already. Like, it's really good to have a presence. And this is really the next part about the discovery um, stage of the, the sales funnel we're talking about is that I, feel, I see a lot of you guys, newbies, you're trying to be everywhere online. You think you have to have your LinkedIn, your Facebook, your your Pinterest, your Twitter, your Reddit, your, I mean, your Etsy, like you have to have all these channels. And like, I'm just like scratching my head and say, gosh, for the love of God, you just need to have maybe two max. Some say three, I say two max. You know, social media presence in your own dedicated space, meaning your own webpage. Because here's the thing, <clears throat> if, if you're new to business and you're short on time and money, right? You don't have the energy to be like diluting yourself all throughout these, these different spaces. Of course, if you have the money and the resources, yeah, go ahead, hire a team, let them maintain all those channels. But for people to want to discover you and to want to know you, they need a concentrated like fixed place where they can really know, okay, this is the hub of Sarah or Amy or Claudia, right? I'm just throwing out names, okay? This is a place where 
I can find more about Tom's shoes or, or Cindy's web design. Like this is the focal point where I know I can reach them because I have so many stories. I have so many stories I can share with you guys about Facebook kicked out somebody, right? They got their account got locked out or they got suspended by Twitter or whatever, right? And like, I don't want that nightmare happening to you where you're wondering to yourself, how can I still move on in my business, right? How can people still discover me at a space where I just got kicked out? So just, I'm just trying to have you avoid that nightmare. Okay, let's move on to evaluation. So let, let's say that they went on your website, you learned more about you, you're, you're explaining exactly what their problem is and how you're able to solve it, right? That's that moment where it's, they're make, hitting the trigger button, they're, make, they're trying to make the sale. And so for the love of God, I have to ask you guys, for the love of God, make it freaking simple to, buy, to give you money, okay? So that could be having the PayPal button there, right there on the spot, or a link to, um, send you money through Square or, or, or whatever payment processing works. Or for those of you who have high ticket um, items, like let's say you're, you're charging anywhere between a thousand to five thousand or plus work, like give them the option of a payment plan or let them split the payment in um, into multiple payments so they don't have to pay everything all up front, right? Make it freaking easy for people to give you their money. I think a lot of us, we're in the zeal of trying to like capture the high ticket sales, right? We only want to put there, put only those kind of offers. Or we're not, we need to make sure that we're making it easy and affordable based on what their needs are, right? There is a secret in the industry that I want to share with you guys. There is actually more money to be made selling to the masses than high price tickets. I mean, I this is really, really prevalent in the coaching consulting world, where you will hear about people brag about, you know, their sexy $15,000 contract or their $6,000 or fill in the blank, whatever it is, right? But what they're not telling you is that they may get a sale every four to six months or if somebody cancels or somebody, you know, asks for like a chargeback and they were depending on that money to pay for their rent or pay for their operating expenses. Like that's a freaking nightmare, right? So you always want to be able from like a financial as well as a strategic point of view to be giving like say like giving out offers that can reach a wide swath of people and you're not always depending on just making sales from the high ticket items, right? So this is really important. So take a moment and think about if this. I'm talking for those of you who are personal brands, coaches and consultants right now. For those of you guys who sell products, just, just you know, you can, you can just listen, but don't have to listen with obvious intent, okay? Take a moment and start thinking, what standalone products can I sell that people and that people need, right? Take a moment and do that. Cause I'm telling you right now, if you start thinking about those standalone products, you could be making a lot more money 
than hoping and praying to have your moment of selling your high ticket item, right? Just something just to strongly consider and think about, okay? And while I'm on that 10 point, I wanna highly encourage you to go ahead on denisegeely.com and check out my offer. It's called Your Business Roadmap. And I talk about in, the, in this program about ways to kind of strategically plan how you want your business to run so that you can avoid some of the pitfalls that I just mentioned earlier about, you know, your what do I do about, you know, um, diversifying my offers or how do I want to set up my business in a way that makes sense for my ultimate goals. Go ahead and check that out on your business roadmap. It's on denisegeely.com. Obviously, if you want to talk with me directly, go on denisegeely.com and hit the work with me button and we can talk in depth about your business goals and your agenda and what you want to accomplish. Because if your business goals don't align with your vision of how you want to run your life, then it's going to be disastrous. So let's have a good plan so we can set you up for success. Okay, let's get back into it. All right. The step, um, stage number four is intent. So this is somebody who like, they're, they're really serious, right? They evaluated all your programs and your services and they're, 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 they want to pull the trigger, but they're not quite there yet. They haven't, they're not the home run, right? So this is a solution for those of you who have people, a lot of people who are interested and they say they want to make a sale, but they're really unsure is, this is where I tell people, please, on God's sweet name too, have a FAQ, a frequently asked questions page. And this is a really good moment to write out literally all the things that a prospective client would object to. This is those moments where like you kind of um, burst all of their bubbles as to like their myths or their concerns or their objections. You have to realize this. This is especially for those of you who are consultants and coaches, right? People are going to do a really good job of trying to talk their way out of receiving help. They're gonna they're gonna go beyond just I can't afford it, right? And there's no such thing as I can't afford it, right? Let's be real with it with each other on that, because people will find money to pay for things that matter to them, right? It's just not, you just didn't do a good job of convincing them that you need to be able to, that you can solve their problems, right? That's this, let's be real honest about that, okay? And that's why you need to take your time and break down exactly who you are again, what you do, how you do it, any terms and conditions, any concerns, why, why it's silly for them not to want to uh, buy your stuff, like explain the, the process and the quality, and all that other stuff, right? Like you wanna break down all of that in your, your FAQs. And here's the thing, even if, like even if they don't make a decision, that's okay because let's think about this way. People who are really intent on making like just like changes in their business or their personal life or like whatever you offer them, right? They're knowing that you know your stuff. So they may not be a customer today, 
but at least they know you. And if they're serious about getting the help that they need, they'll come back and find you. So don't worry about it. Okay. Number five is they make the purchase. This is when they close the deal. You got that ching 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 and your PayPal, right? And yeah, you're doing that little happy dance as you get the notification, you know, the text notification or however you get your delivery of your PayPal and you're, you're, you're feeling ecstatic, you're feeling good, right? Don't drop the ball on this one too. Uh, this is another part where I think people um, don't, you know, really move with good intention about how they communicate with them. So this, you thank your customer for making the purchase, right? You remind them about what a good decision they made. You, you want them to make uh, them feel satisfied. So that's why you ask, you have a little link or something that says like, Hey, if you have any concerns or questions, email us back or click this link and you fill out this form. You want to make sure that people know that there's the, the lines of communication are still open even after the sale is made. I think about, I, I just bought a house recently. And this is a real recent example that's happened to me is that, so I bought the house and I got a email message about, uh, I think a month after I closed on the house. And it was from the lender and they said, hey, I hope that you're doing well. I hope that everything's working well in your house. And if you have any questions or concerns, you know, about your loan or anything about that matter, please feel free to reach us. We're here to help you, right? This is those, those matters where you're not just letting them know that, hey, you're here for them, but you're also letting them know that I'm also here for anybody else <laughs> that may be in your network. I think a lot of us, they, we make the sale and we forget that there may be other people that could also benefit, right? So that's that moment in that closing, like after the, the, the purchase has been made, you're, you're also inviting them <clears throat> potentially to obviously, you know, let us know of your concerns and, sh and share. Um, uh, and it gives that good vibe that they know that they can share like your business information to other people, right? We, a business can't grow in a vacuum, right? We need to make sure that our customers tell their, their friends and their family, right? So they, they, their friends and family can be your future customers, right? Make sure that you create a, either a loyalty program or a referral program or like, I don't know how you want to do it, right? It just all depends on what you, how your business runs. But figure out some kind of way, okay, that you can incentivize people to want to work with you and while at the same time nurturing a positive close re closing relationship after the sale is made, right? Because think about it. If you had a really good experience, right, buying from somebody, you're going to tell your friends about it, right? And wouldn't you tell your friends about it even more if you got a 10% coupon, right? <laughs> so think strategic about this. Like this is where you have to remind yourself that people are selfish and like you have to think, what ways can I incentivize my customer to help me find new customers, essentially? And that actually brings me to the last point is the loyalty program. Start thinking about this right now. Start thinking about what your loyalty program is. Like, how do you want to keep people to keep able to 
tell other people about your program. And I, I just mentioned earlier about coupons or discounts or, you know, think about ways or I hear another word, like having an affiliate program. That's a, definitely a part of um, a, a loyalty program where you're having people more or less spread the word about you in return in exchange for having a discount or getting a little kickback or like whatever it is. Like loyalty comes not just from customers, loyalty comes from the, your, your associates or loyalty comes from like people that you work with alongside to help them create your product, right? Always think about that. So that is the sales funnel. In a nutshell, I'm gonna go through all of these um, uh, stages all again for you. It's awareness, discovery, evaluation, intent, purchase, and loyalty. And one of the main takeaways that I wanna share with you is that Spend your time nurturing your prospective clients, but also make sure that <clears throat> you figure out ways for having them come back again and again and again and again. It's not enough just to make that one initial sale. You want sales for life. And so that may mean you have to split up your, um, um, your offers and to make it smaller offers <clears throat> so that it can attract maybe some other people who may not afford can afford your higher ticket items, but they maybe can afford your ebook or you know maybe when you're planner like just get creative and start thinking about that because there's a lot of money on the table for people who can afford high end solutions as well as low end solutions. If you have any other questions, just let me know because I mean I know I went through this really fast. This, this is literally a topic that we can go through in a day talking about in, in, in details. But I'm hoping that I'm going to go through this, the stages again. Awareness, discovery, evaluation, intent, purchase, and loyalty. That you focus and you think about, gee, what area do I need to put more energy in? Because I think if you fine-tune and think about where you're feeling like you, you're, you're weakest in, I think you can get more customers and more sales. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I so enjoy talking with you as always. If you have any questions or comments, send me a message at hello at denisegelee.com. Visit me on LinkedIn or Pinterest or Twitter, Denise G. Lee. I always love to talk with you. And just remember that business is a, a learning process. Don't feel like you have to have everything figured out. I mean, we're all growing and learning as we go along. So. Be patient with yourself and just know that you can get the support that you need as long as you're seeking for it. All right, thank you, take care, and be awesome.